The draft has ended. The Indianapolis Colts have been graded. Pro Football Focus gives them an A+. Now look, Pro Football Focus doesn't give anybody really a D or an F, so take that with a grain of salt, but still, also take it with a grain of salt because, hey, who the hell knows? You don't know what the draft is really going to be until you got about three years hence, and then you can figure out what happened in the draft. The Colts, they picked up a familiar name as an undrafted free agent, according to reports from Cathedral High School. We'll talk about that. Anthony Walker commits to Indiana. He's the transfer from Miami. Miami of Florida was the last team that played Indiana last season. Anthony Walker, uh, part of the reason that Indiana was vanquished in the NCAA tournament. We got a lot going on, people. This is and an episode, a new episode, a live episode at 11.30 today of Two Big Brains with Dan Dockich and I. So we're looking forward to that. This is Breakfast with Kent for May 1st. It's a Monday. The weather, it doesn't feel like May. feels like March. You know what? That's what happens. We'll take this now. Later in the month, we need better weather. So let's bank the bad days now as though that's how weather works. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson, the best plumber in the world. You call him up and you say, hey, I got a problem. And he says, I got a solution. 765-610-8809, the number. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. The bell allows you to get a uh, an alert every time we go live or I post a video. That was important this weekend. Every time the Indianapolis Colts drafted somebody in the first five rounds, we did a, uh, a YouTube short about that pick. They were incredibly informational. Nobody does this. Nobody takes care of you like I do. Let's talk about sports, shall we? If you want to make a donation, to make a comment, ask a question, go right ahead. Thank you very much. So, uh, Pro Football Focus gives the Colts an A+. That's a good thing. You'd rather get a good grade than a bad grade. The important thing is, what is this class going to be once it gets on the field and starts playing? Not just in 2023, but 2024 and 2025, too. That's the important thing. Three years out, you can take a look back and you can accurately grade what this draft class is. And I'm going to give you a little hint. Anthony Richardson is absolutely the only component that matters in this draft, in grading this draft. If Anthony Richardson is a, uh, is a hit, that is a beautiful thing. If Anthony Richardson is a miss, that is not going to bode well for your Indianapolis Colts. Edward Johnson says, great draft coverage, Kent. Let's be hopeful but realistic in our expectations for the upcoming Colts season. Yes, absolutely. Anthony Richardson, a hit. This is an A. Anthony Richardson, a miss. This is an F. That's how important Anthony Richardson is, is the fourth overall selection in the 2023 draft. He, he's got to come through, and that's not going to be an immediate thing. It's going to take time. Look, even with Peyton Manning, who really wasn't very good as a rookie, set the all-time record for interceptions for a rookie, the Colts went 3-13. and That dude had started and played for four years at Tennessee. Anthony Richardson, 13 games he's started. Anthony Richardson is going to be a work in progress, but it's going to be a really exciting work in progress. Gary Morris says most people would say Anthony Richardson should sit his first year, but he wants to start right away. Your thoughts? 
I trust Shane Steichen. Steichen says that it is through practice and game reps that he is going to grow as a player. So let's get that done. I mean, this isn't like Jordan Love with Aaron Rodgers, right? This is Anthony Richardson with Gardner Minshew, okay? Gardner Minshew, I mean, we love Gardner Minshew. He's a cult, just like any other. However, Anthony Richardson has got to play. And he, he's got to, doesn't have to play every down, but he's got to get on the field and he's got to learn stuff and he's got to get reps. And I'm going to trust Steichen until I got a reason not to. And I have no reason not to at this point. He is undefeated. He has not shown me yet that he can't coach as Frank Reich did in his fifth and final season with the Colts. Uh, if I hear another pundit say Bryce Young is in a great spot with Reich, I'm going to vomit amazing value toward the end of the draft. You know what? I'm, I'm with you. I heard Frank Reich speak yesterday about Bryce Young and about the draft class and all of that stuff. And I thought, man, all right, nothing against Frank Reich. Uh, everybody says this. We don't know. Good man. All right. You know what? He's gone. And I'm glad he's gone. His message uh, had an end date in that locker room, had an end date with fans. You know what? 4-12-1, tell me something. And, and any year, all right, the, the playoff years, two or five years the Colts went to the, went to the playoffs. Tell me what he did that was special. Tell me what he did that put the Colts in a situation to play better football than if the Colts had had a C-level coach, an average-level coach, right? We always talk about wins over replacement. How many wins over replacement did Frank Reich have? I would argue none. I got tired of all the analytics crap. I got tired of the blah, 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 the yipping and yapping while saying nothing, not just to the media, but with players. We saw it during hard knocks. Yikes. That he's gone, uh, I couldn't. And what we heard from Jelani Woods last week is that Shane Steichen, the difference between Steichen and Reich is details. The attention to details with Shane Steichen is pretty damn extreme. That can be good leadership. All right, uh, the draft. Juju uh, Brent from Indianapolis, went to Warren Central High School, then Kansas State. I'm worried a little bit about his 40 time. A 4 5 3, 40, that sounds a little bit like Rocky Seen, although Juju Brent can jump an extreme vertical, and he's very long-armed, and he's very tall. So that kind of helps um, you know, mitigate the damage that can be done with a slow 40 time, I guess. We're going to find out. Uh, break uh, uh, Josh Downs, 5'9", wide receiver out of UNC. He flashes a, uh, a really, really fast 40 time sub, 4-4. He's elusive. He knows how to get the ball. He's got a pretty, for a guy that short, uh, has a pretty large catch radius, once he's got the ball, he can make things happen in the open field. This is something that the Colts have needed for a long time. They need a slot receiver. They got one. Uh, Blake Freeland, tackle out of BYU, 6'8". Big guy, but not big enough. Needs to add some weight. His dad played football at BYU. His mom played basketball at BYU. He is a bit of a freak athlete. You're getting... Uh, look, we know what happened here, right? Athletic scores were huge in determining 
who they were going to take. They needed to get more athletic, and they got more athletic. Um, that is obviously what the, what the priority was for Chris Ballard and his staff. Lift the athleticism of this roster. Uh, Tamua, Adebore from Northwestern, defensive tackle, four, sub 4.5 four, speed in the 40. Holy cow, for a three-tech, 4.5 speed. I don't know whether that really is a thing, right? It, do you need a tackle with that kind of speed? With wide receiver speed, that's faster than your cornerback. Like the cornerback you took, you, you took uh, Juju, uh, Juju Brent. He's got 4.53. This guy ran faster. Is this like a quarterback who can also punt the football? You know what I mean? It's great that he can, but you're never going to have him do it. Does a three-tech need to be able to run that fast? That's the question. Uh, 14, or 141JM says, was Carson Wentz a lot of the reason for Frank Reich losing the locker room? Big Colts fan uh, from New Zealand. Enjoy your content. Well, thanks very much. I, I don't know if specifically he was. I know that I would have blanched were I a teammate of, of the guy coming in at quarterback and hear that the reason he became a teammate was that the head coach and the quarterback came together over a piece of scripture. That'd be problematic. Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to hear that. Nothing wrong with scripture. Nothing wrong with religion. Love it. Love it. Love it. Fantastic. The, the, learning through scripture or whatever religion you practice how to live a better life and be more generous and empathetic, great thing to do. But you know what? I can get enough of it with football. Uh, I want a guy who can throw, make good decisions, and uh, Carson Wentz. You know, it, it's, it's like moving when you're a kid. I moved a lot when I was a kid. You don't work. You don't fit right away. You try to fit. You try to figure out how to fit. It doesn't work right away, and it never worked with Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz, I never felt like, tried to fit. I thought he wanted the team to fit him, and it never did. I think that had a big part of it. Um, Darius Rush, cornerback, tall, sub 4-4-40. I think Darius Rush might wind up being a starting cornerback uh, for the Colts. Daniel Scott from uh, Cal, a safety. He's going to be a real good special teamer. How much he gets on the field as a safety, we're going to have to see. Will Mallory, the grandson of the great Bill Mallory, Indiana football coach, tight end out of Miami. I think he's got some stuff. He's got to be better at blocking, but he, he just adds to a tight end room of, uh, you know, kind of uh, misfit toys. You know what I mean? Each has a flaw that keeps him from being really, really good. Uh, Evan Hull, okay. He's good, good college running back at Northwestern. Titus Leo, he's an edge out of Wagner. I think they drafted him just to say, look, we scout everybody. We even scouted Wagner. There's always a guy like that. But sometimes they pay off. Grover Stewart from Albany State was not, you know, well regarded. Not a lot of teams looked at him because he was from Albany State. Wagner doesn't get a lot of scouts. Titus Leo is a guy who's going to come in. We'll see what he can do. Jalen Jones, cornerback out of Texas A&M. And Jake Witt, offensive tack on North, uh, Northern Michigan. No relation, I believe, to the great Raymond Witt. Um, 
if you get five starters out of this draft, that's a good draft. Five starters, including Anthony Richardson. That's a good draft. We don't need all these guys to be starters, and they won't be. Once you get into the fifth round, you are really dealing in the land of misfit toys. And, and you're hoping that that one great trait that a fifth rounder might have translates into an ability to develop uh, mediocre to good traits at all the other stuff that they need to do. Um, Emil Ikior signed as an undrafted free agent out of Cathedral. This is a guy who is projected to be taken in the fourth or fifth round. He played at Alabama, really good guard. He's a guy that could wind up being that right guard that the Colts so desperately need. That's a good thing. Uh, IU football had seven undrafted free agents get signed, including Cam Jones, Demarcus Elliott, uh, Taiwan Mullen goes to the Chargers, Jalen Williams, Luke Haggard, Devon Matthews, and Sean Shivers went to the Seahawks. So good for them. Anthony Walker commits to IU, 6'9", superb athlete out of Miami, uh, a guy who played a lot of basketball the last four years. He's got one more year of eligibility. He's going to come to Indiana to use it. Good. Um, <laughs> we'll have a breakfast with Kent Birch store. I love that, Scott. Hey, you're always thinking. Well, yes, retail. It's a part of our future. That would seem, that seems a little haughty, you know, to like hawk goods and services with the uh, Breakfast with Kent logo, which, by the way, has yet to be developed. But I like the way you're thinking. Um, Jordan Geronimo committed to Maryland. Okay, yeah, good luck to Maryland. And now if they develop him and he becomes somebody, I'm going to be pissed off at the Indiana staff for not getting him to be that somebody when he was at Indiana for three years. you got to be able to develop guys, not just recruit guys, but develop them. Uh, Indiana's going to play Auburn in Atlanta on December 9th, according to John Rothstein. All right. You know what? I hate Bruce Pearl. I hope we kick Auburn's ass. I can't stand him. Cheating prick. Ooh. Uh, conference semifinals set. You know what? Warriors and Kings yesterday was kind of a fun game because as he entered the fourth quarter and the game was still in the balance, Warriors led by 10. The Warriors just looked like, hey, we are going to kick the King's ass right about now. And the Kings looked like, uh-oh, Warriors are going to kick our ass right about now. And Steph Curry did. 50 last night, he dropped on the Kings. Looney with over 20 rebounds for the third time this series. That's just unbelievable. Uh, Cubs swept by the Marlins. All three games were lost by the Cubs. Uh, one run. Pathetic. Uh, Chris Atkinson, happy birthday. The great Ken Lane celebrating a birthday. The great Kate Shepard, happy birthday. Tom Galifa, happy birthday. And Scott Greger, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other, don't pull each other down. Two Big Brains, 11.30, live on the Two Big Brains channel. This morning, we'll talk about the draft. We'll talk about all other stuff can't wait. Always an adventure with great Dan Dockage. And today, Inside Indiana Sports, now at about 4 o'clock. Can't wait to talk to you then.